Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We know what a privilege it is to be there. So we would love to hear from you. Send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. And today, our guests are Teresa and Peter Martin. Teresa and Peter have co-authored a book called The Rule, St. John Paul II's Rule for a Joy-Filled Marriage of Divine Love. They are here today to talk to us about Pope St. John Paul II's wisdom on the goods of Christian marriage and community. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. And so it was a great rediscovery of the Pope's write, writings that they had, but the problem was they were in Italian, yeah. and so they needed to be put into English. And then this lovely couple, by divine providence, yeah. got to have yeah. the copies of these and wrote this beautiful, uh, digested it themselves, right? I mean, because that's a lot. I mean, it's like, you found a diamond. Yeah. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, what a treasured jewel. Yeah. Yeah. So in particular, two documents that John Paul had, had written on marriage and on the family that were not translated into English until quite recently, the last couple of years or so. And so more of the teaching, I mean, that's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Those of you who love John Paul II, to have material that we didn't know about on marriage life, marriage, the family. So now they're translated, they're there in the book. And then we see that he also had a rule, like some several points that he was making about how do we develop small groups? Here's how you should develop small groups. Here's how you could walk through and implement my teachings. Mm -hmm. I mean, what? And so now it's in English and, and they're starting these small groups to help facilitate this coming into a greater intimacy, a greater joy with the Lord and, and marriage, and, and your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so this is very, very exciting here just for you. The rule, St. John Paul II's rule for a joy-filled marriage. And so maybe you'll be a part. Maybe so I want, I want to be a part of a group like that. How do I implement one of these? Well, you're a bishop, you're a priest, you're watching the show, you're saying, well, what are you talking about? You need to get the book and really strongly consider implementing these small Umane Vitae groups. So we'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back, lawyer at home with Jim and Joy. And today our guests are Teresa and Peter Martin. Teresa and Peter have co-authored a beautiful book called The Rule, St. John Paul II's Rule for a Joy-Filled Marriage of Divine Love. And they're here today to talk to us about Pope John Paul II's wisdom on the goods of Christian marriage and community. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. Well, we would like to welcome you both to At Home and especially on EWTN. This is your first time. And yeah. because it's your first time, we want you 
both to tell our family a little bit about PETA and Teresa Martin. How, well, how you got here, we knew you flew, but um, <laughs> just about who you guys are, and then we'll get into the beautiful story of this book. Great. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We're delighted to be here. Peter and Teresa Martin. I am the Director of Marriage and Family Life and Communications for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester in Minnesota. Uh, Teresa and I have eight children and have yep. been married for over 22 years. Praise the Lord. Yep. Amen. I work full-time. Teresa stays at home full-time. She's the executive director of our new nonprofit, which helps to promote the rule, which we'll talk about. And she's the homeschool mother of our eight children, and she's very successful yeah. at that. Well, and one, mm -hmm. finally, success. Yeah. He's yes. out in college now. But yeah, no. And Peter and I, we first met when we were studying abroad in Rome. Um, and... He was in the seminary at that point, um, but so we were just friends. In my mind, I'm like, well, he's in the seminary. He's off limits, mm -hmm. you know, but we formed a really strong friendship. And then it was at the end of that semester that he discerned out of the seminary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's that, part of that journey and that process, yeah. right? Yeah. With the beautiful part of it. So tell our family the ages of the children. One is out, so the proof is in the pudding, <laughs> which is good, it. right? So what are the ages, How the oldest to the youngest? So Gregory's the one at Franciscan University now, and he's 18. And then our youngest is Charlie, and he's three and a half. Oh okay, and how many girls, how many boys? One girl. Oh, and seven mercy. boys. <laughs> One friend. Yes. One. She's oh, our little Therese. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of boys. It is a lot it of boys. Yeah. yeah, so God have mercy on me <laughs> because, yeah, there's hardly anything that's not broken in our house. So. And home for you is New Orleans. Originally, yeah. Okay. That's where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went up to the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota for undergrad, and that's where I ran into this guy, mm -hmm. who's a farm boy from Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we now live in Wisconsin, but just across <laughs> the river, uh, across the river from the Diocese of Winona, yeah. Rochester, and Minnesota. So, okay. yeah. You Perfect. both have theological degrees. Correct, yeah. So w when did that happen? You met in Rome. Yes. And then you, you studied in Rome. So we, we were doing a study abroad, oh, it was my junior okay. year, and yeah. it was his super senior year. Um, so he finished, that was his last semester, and then um, I had to finish one more year, and we got engaged my senior year of college. And then during our engagement, uh, God just put it on our hearts one time. We had a weekly adoration hour that we went to um, together. Mm -hmm. And one, I just, it was one of those moments where, you know, God worked with you in your own personalities and different personalities. And uh, there was just this moment, this flood of grace where I knew we had to go back to Rome. I knew we had to study marriage and family. And I started crying. And he's like a Midwesterner. And he's like, shh, there's other people in here, you know. Right. But we get you back to the. don't want to make the, noise. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. we got to go back to Rome. And, and so anyway, so then we talked about it in the in the uh, truck afterwards, and he did, he was so great because he didn't say, "Honey, you're crazy. That's crazy, right?" He said, "Well, if God opens the door, we'll walk through it." Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of our marriage. So we got uh, married in June, and then three months later, went back to Rome. We were there for four years. Okay, and that's where you did your dissertation. Well, that's where Peter started. Um, right. There were complications with Gregory's pregnancy, so all of my studies had to be put on hold uh, for 15 so years until we. Sorry, right, so Teresa had Gregory, and then we just started the family, and mm -hmm. I was blessed, even though we interrupted our studies, I was blessed to go back to the John Paul II Institute in Washington, D.C., and finish my theology license there. Uh, but Teresa just became a mother, and we had um, 
children more or less every two years and yeah. she was homeschooling and it wasn't until 2008 or that we just we decided you know we're at a It'd place now mm -hmm. that Teresa maybe you can go back to school and we found a uh, program out of Birmingham England Maryville Institute and she England. did her master's of theology um, more or less at the wee hours of the morning <laughs> when everybody else was when asleep everyone was sleeping and and uh, yeah but when I was doing my dissertation, the director of the Marriage and Family Track, um, she had also studied in Rome, and she said, you still know you're Italian? And I was like, yeah, un po', you know, più meno, you know? And she's like, okay. She's like, because I know what you need to do your dissertation on. And she went over to the bookshelf, and she grabbed this book in Italian, and she put it in my hands, which now we look back, and we're like, this was like a prophetic moment. Mm -hmm. And she said, this has been waiting for you. And she put it in my hands. She's a single woman. She's been working in catechesis in England. Mm -hmm. But she said, you are, you're, you're married. You're a mother. There's a rule in here mm -hmm. that St. John Paul II wrote for married couple groups. And you can do something with this. And he wrote it right after Humanae Vitae was promulgated. And I was like, what? And even at that point, we were still like um, just coming off of the 50 years after Humanae Vitae. So people were like, okay, let's do dissertations connected mm -hmm. to Humanae Vitae. So I took that. It had, it had the rule in Italian. And then those other two documents also found during his cause for canonization. Mm -hmm. So all these things had just been shoved in the archives of the Archdiocese of Krakow and just sitting there. Um, and so they rediscovered them when they went back and they have to turn over everything someone writes, right, when they go to the cause of canonization. And so I used it for my dissertation. And the whole while, I'm like translating up to like Italian translations up to my eyeballs, right? Mm -hmm. A month in, I'm like, what have I got myself into? But it was just so beautiful. And I kept saying, Pete, can you believe he said this? Can right. you believe he said this? So one of the things, he talks about conjugal spirituality. And how when you're married, um, when you, you, you join each other in the sacrament of marriage, in every other sacrament, one person into, enters into an orbit of grace of God. Mm. And in marriage, two people into this, into, <laughs> sorry, enter into this orbit of grace of God. Mm -hmm. And he says, in that, there's a new relationship formed. This is JP2 saying this. Mm -hmm. And that was what he calls conjugal spirituality. He said that if you allow it, if you open your heart to that grace of the sacrament of marriage, the union could be so great you have one interior life. Mm -hmm. And that kind of profundity, right. we're like, are you kidding? So then after I graduated, I'm right. talking too much. You should it's probably no, no. <laughs> I just get so excited. The, the incredible thing is she's sharing all of this as she's writing her dissertation. And of course, I'm a marriage and family life director, and I'm thinking, how does, how does this not get out into the public. How is it that nobody knows about yeah. this? Why haven't we translated this? And and then after she finished, I said, okay, so we have to do this. Mm. If JP2 wrote a rule for married couple groups, we need to do this. And then it seems that since we're the only ones that have this, we need to show others how. And so this is the fruit of the, the book is our decision that, okay, this needs to be translated into English. People need to know that John yeah. Paul II had an idea for young married couples to live a life of holiness by following Humana Vitae. And that was the rule that he started, was, was right after Humana Vitae was promulgated, he wrote the rule, which was his practice. He liked mm -hmm. to bring things back to his people. He was mm -hmm. the Archbishop of Krakow. And he created this rule so that these couples could not just intellectually understand Humana Vitae, but they could take it into their lives and live it out. And experience it. Right. Exactly. Okay, but being that this is being rediscovered, like, did somebody have to give you permission? 
Yep. Yes. The Vatican gave us permission. The Vatican gave you permission. Yeah. Teresa Martin, mother I know. of eight. It's like go. It right. was like waiting there for you. And honestly, they were so sweet too because I, I reached. Well, I, we first uh, Father Kwiatkowski and the Griegels were the three. Um, authors of the Italian book. Mm -hmm. And so Professor Griegel was one of the first professors um, that JP2 hired uh, when he first started the JP2 Institute in Rome. Mm -hmm. And he even told us, there's a reason that this got lost and is found now. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason that you're translating this now. Mm -hmm. And and you know, that just like weighs on you, right? And then Father Pschimek was uh, telling us, well, the, he was. this was the Polish uh, priest who co-wrote with them. He said, I can get you all the Polish original documents. Mm -hmm. So we didn't walk it through Italian right, yeah. to get it to the English. But you have to get permission from um, the Archdiocese of Krakow uh, for the print of mm -hmm. the of the, the copy of just the picture right. of his handwriting rule. And then you have to go to the Vatican and get their permission. And, and did they the, need to know the end game also? Like to say, I, I want this, but they needed to know the end game. Correct. Yeah, yeah, they needed to see. So we... They didn't give us permission until we sent them the full manuscript of the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was really exciting. They were so sweet. Almost, it almost felt like it was a good thing. I'm just such a little person because they were just like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to ask for a bigger chunk or a uh -huh. bigger, you know, percentage, mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. didn't. I think mm -hmm. it was like, give us two copies and a hundred euro, mm -hmm. and we're like, okay, that's mm -hmm. really easy. And we're out of here. <laughs> Oh my gosh, God was in it from the beginning. Yeah. What Definitely. divine providence. Amen. No, it's true. And all along the way, we've had wonderful people helping us because we've never done a nonprofit organization. We've done the studies. We knew the theology, but we didn't know how to publish a book and how to start a nonprofit and how to get materials into the hands of people. And we've just had wonderful people helping us out. If you look on the back cover, cover of the book, we've got George Weidel, mm -hmm. who was there to help yeah. us with the theology of it. And, and all yeah. of these are not because, uh, you know, of the important people that we are, but because <laughs> Because God apparently wants this, yeah. and so He put the right people in our path, and He just yeah. keeps us yeah. a and little Cardinal by little. Burke. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Cardinal Burke was also a family friend because he ordained Pete's brother, Father mm -hmm. Sam Martin, who's mm -hmm. a priest for the Diocese of La Crosse, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And can I also share too how Mother Angelica plays a part in in our story because uh, I just love her, and I love her story and her feistiness and how she said she didn't know what she was doing, mm -hmm. but that she was, you know, dodos for Jesus, right? right. And that's how mm -hmm. I felt this whole time. And we got turned down again and again and again when we presented the manuscript to different um, publishing, publishers. publishers, thank you. And we had been praying for Mother's intercession and it was her voice in my head that said, do it yourself, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to do a publishing company or mm -hmm. whatnot, but um, God, you know, he, he brought me to the right website, mm -hmm. to the right information. And then we figured it out one step mm -hmm. at a time, and he puts the right people in our paths to help mm -hmm. us on this way. Like, um, yeah. And he continues to do that, continues right? To do because that. there are yeah. so many John Paul II ministries, Absolutely. right? Amen. And they're still connecting with you. Absolutely, and and that's <clears> what <throat> we're all about too. Is like, you know, there's so many wonderful things happening in our world right now. Yes, I know that there's a lot of things that are going bad and that can bring people down. But there's so much mm -hmm. that's hopeful and there's so much that's out there. And like there's a, a silent JP2 army just ready mm -hmm. to be mobilized mm -hmm. and, and to be brought out. And if we all work together in these different groups, like collaborate together, right. think about what we could do. A new dawn of Catholicism right. is, is mm -hmm. ready mm -hmm. to surge. Yes. And so we're just so excited to be in our little part of God's great plan. Yeah. Yeah. 
Perfect. So if I'm just seeing if I understand. Within your book, you have the rule, I and mean, you actually have a picture of yeah. what John mm -hmm. Paul II wrote. Right? Written, yeah. Is that in Italian or Polish? Yeah, Polish. Polish. Okay. Yeah. So it's there, so it's nice, you could, you could see that. And so really for the first time, it's now in print over the mm -hmm. last couple of years, right? It wasn't mm -hmm. in print, now it's nope. in print? Yep, so okay. we just published this past February, 2023. Okay. And so Hot off the press. You, know, you think <laughs> about that, that here's the man you know, who is incredible in life, marriage, and the family. And here he is thinking through, hey, how do we implement these teachings, the teachings of the natural law, the teachings of divine revelation that we're echoing at this time and in such a big way. And so our people just need to understand, here's a little outline of what he's thinking. So mm -hmm. you've got that and you've got his actual words. And then you also have two other documents that were before Umani Vitae, mm -hmm. right, on marriage and the family. They weren't in English or printed either, right? Were Correct. They? Okay, the so they're thing. in that. Yeah. So you've got anybody who's a lover of John Paul II or people just want to learn more. Wow. You know, yeah. here's two documents. Were they, uh, was one of them a sermon or a teaching? Correct. One was, um, and I think they might have both been okay. sermons, mm -hmm. but they were written during um, communist-occupied yeah. oh, Poland. Gosh, yeah. So a lot of that stuff, there was a, a collection of works that just got shoved and didn't get published after he um, gave the homilies, yeah. and, and yeah, that's what they found during that okay. cause for So you've got these documents, and, and so you, you're outlining the points of the rule, mm -hmm. so they're in here in English. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're using those documents and maybe some other material from him to kind of flesh out, here's what might be plugged in this way. Yeah. You mentioned conjugal spirituality. Yeah. What are some of the other key elements that he was speaking about that he thought necessary if you're going to implement this and, and know in a greater fullness the joy? Right. Because yeah. you know, it's a lot of the rule, sounds a little heavy, it, but there is rule in a way. It can, but it's always yeah. about joy. It's about you know, being in relationship with the Trinity. It's about intimacy. Yeah, so one of the first things is that he, he made sure that the couples did this together. So you could not join just as the wife or you couldn't just bring the husband along because, you know, you wanted him there too. It had to be the two united in this mission to come together with other couples. So that was key. That They had to come to uh, an agreement to be unified. And also then it had to be a group. It, and it was clear that JP2 saw that if a young couple is going to follow the teachings of the Catholic Church, particularly the teachings of Humanae Vitae, they would need encouragement along the way. They would need support. And so that was key. Um, well, and to, to piggyback on that, he said, in an increasingly anti-Christian culture. Mm -hmm. I remember he wrote this 50 years ago. Right. So think mm -hmm. about how much more so now. And not only anti-Christian, anti-truth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? So we're living in a post-Christian era and, and a post-truth post era. Mm -hmm. And so he said it, you, need, you need heroic virtue mm. just to maintain a normal Christian life. Mm -hmm. But to maintain heroic virtue and, and to keep it going, you need the support of an authentically Christian community. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the rule wasn't written just for one couple, but Correct. for a group. Yes. So you got, you mentioned conjugal spirituality, community. Mm -hmm. What else did you say? You said marriage uh, unity. I'm trying to get some of the points. Yeah. Marriage yeah. unity. Yeah. Yeah. Also the real and the ideal is really important. He said when we meet someone, we should always encounter someone in two moments, who they are now 
and who they're meant to be. Mm. And he causes the integral vision of the person, like you're seeing the whole spectrum of who this person mm -hmm. is and who they're meant to be. We've dubbed it the real and the ideal. Yeah. So that even in our married couple groups, Correct. it could be that you're, you're looking at this ideal of marriage and that could seem out of touch, but you're still meeting people in the real. Okay. Right. And you're accepting them in their messiness, right. but they're not leaving them there, pointing well, them to it that has been Our time's running out. Yeah. It's wonderful to be with you now, and we'll see how you are tomorrow. <laughs> Thank good. God we Thank can carry you on. So the rule, St. John Paul II's rule for a joy-filled marriage and divine love, never before you know, really seen and read some of John Paul's teaching on marriage, the family, and a way to implement this, to begin small groups, and it's here in this book. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Welcome back. We're at home with Jim and Joy, and today a privilege and a great joy to have Father John Paul Amen. with us. Yes. So, Hello. in these new discovered documents, and we get to have you, Father John Paul, under Saint John Paul. Your thoughts? I, I get to dive into these documents, yeah. <laughs> you know, thanks to Teresa and Peter's work. Um, there are two pictures of Pope Saint John Paul II that always come to my mind when I think about him. And in one of them is a picture of him sitting with his uh, would-be assassin mm. in jail, actually talking to him, mm -hmm. kind of hunched over. It almost looks like he's hearing his confession. Mm. It does, yeah. Um, the other picture is kind of a lesser-known picture, but it's pretty famous. It's of John Paul II, Father Waltiwa. He's in the choir stall, and he's kind of like this. And he's looking at a couple making their consent before the altar, before a priest. Mm. And it's, it's always it's powerful, it's striking to me, because John Paul II became the man that he became because of his interactions with married people, young people, people who were striving to live the Christian life. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he didn't become the man he, he was because of just hanging around clerics all day mm -hmm. long or mm -hmm. bishops, but he became the man that he did by his interaction with lay people, yeah. you know, with, with young people, with married couples, with um, journeying with them, and how appropriate, and I, what really struck me is, yeah, a rule is not just for one person. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we profess a rule, the rule of St. Francis, we have constitutions that interpret the rule and how the rule is to be lived. Um, and that this rule is it's such a gift, and it can be such a gift. I think in a, in a world where, like you were talking about, not only in a world that's um, post-Christian, post-truth, but in a world that is really chaotic, mm -hmm. in, a, in a world that's not ordered. Yes. And people, especially a lot of my friends that are married, um, they are searching to live an ordered life. And this could be a great help mm -hmm. for them. John yeah. Paul II's uh, rule of life and, yeah. and just his, his very, um, he had a way of um, 
bringing um, the reality of that we are to be a gift. He had this expression like the lull of the gift and that we are to be a sincere gift of self. And then it's, it's, a, it's, it's really in only becoming a, a gift to others that we really know who we are. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's our identity as Christians because the Trinity, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are total gift to the yeah. other. And we only become who we are by our relation to God as, as self-gift, self-donation. It's beautifully said. True. It's all in the book, too. <laughs> please steal well, buy it. Buy it, please. <laughs> Father, close us out with a prayer and a blessing, please. Sure. Family, through the intercession of Pope St. John Paul II, may the Lord bless you and keep you and may he turn his face to you and be merciful to you. May he show you his kindness and give you his peace. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Boy, the Catholic faith is a wonderful faith. Divine revelation is incredible. The natural law, the rule, mm, sounds a little bit, but the rule for a joy-filled marriage and divine love. Those things go together, spiritual discipline, a way that you might come into the fullness that the Lord has for you, and especially as a married couple. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.